BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. We are midweek. And today we are under the tutelage of our general manager. Anything but politics. Well, I'd vote for that. Yeah, just every everything all the time. It's it's the national pastime. We need to pick a new national pastime. We used to have one. It used to be baseball, more or less, or football. Uh, I don't know. Bridge? It's a, a, a lovely card game, I'm told. I've never played Bridge. Looks Nor com- I. My wife has attempted to learn it, and it is complicated. Yeah, looks super complicated. I remember some newspaper I used to read years ago that would have, like, the bridge play of the day or something like that. Oh, yeah, I think every newspaper in the country did. It was, you know, back when the entertainment was, you'd get together with another couple, yeah. and you'd play bridge. And, and I remember cartoons and... Big and, finish, and, Michael. Here's the big finish. Woo! Woo! And, and and sitcoms and stuff, and it, it, it was always that the one uh, spouse was angry at the other spouse for making a dumb play in bridge. That was part of my childhood. I just right. thought that was a meme. How yeah? much how much better off was society though when people got together and played cards and sat there and talked for a couple of hours playing cards quietly? That that had to be way better for us psychologically, uh, our, our 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 national psyche. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I walked into yeah. a room the other day at a store, and a guy was 
behind the counter reading the funny papers. I just it struck me as like I thought I'd gone through a time portal or something like that. <laughs> wow, where did he get it? <laughs> I said, "You still read the funny papers?" He said, "Yeah, not that good anymore." And he went through the 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 funny anymore. Pa- <laughs> he still gets a physical newspaper, so that makes him a tiny minority right there. But it's mostly reruns of cartoons that were popular, like when we were kids. I mean, it's it's uh, legacy strips. He's calling like old peanuts, old family circle, old everything. Right, right, because there's no money in doing it these days, so nobody's bothering. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I just thought it was yeah. funny. Um, Jack used to make fun of me years and years ago, because I would read the uh, the funny papers, as you call it, the comics page, whatever, uh, in the newspaper virtually every day, and it was really rare that even a single one of them was amusing. <laughs> there were exceptions, of course. Uh, there were some that were pretty decent for a good long run. I mean, obviously, Calvin and Hobbes. Uh, legendary, that sort of thing, the far side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're right, most of them, they were in the funny papers, but not funny, or if they were comics, they did not have the root word from comic that is in comedy. <laughs> Nothing was happening there. Um, A couple of different headlines that have gotten my attention, I look forward to looking into. Oh, first of all, I was listening to NPR driving in, and they did this story, and I, I, I guess I know why this is the way everybody reports it. The FDA is set to approve vaccines for children. No, the the beginning was a moment parents have been waiting for. The uh. FDA is a, is set to approve vaccines for children age under five. Okay, um, that's misleading though, because I'm willing to bet money right now that it doesn't reach twenty percent of children under five that get vaccinated. I'll bet it doesn't reach twenty percent. I wouldn't which, bet you. You're right. Which means 80% or more won't. So what are we talking about? Uh, that, that. Well, and what's crazy, and I mentioned this yesterday, is not only does NPR not uh, really report the story the way you're describing, a very small minority of parents is waiting for blah, blah, blah. No, they don't even mention that reality at all. Not part of the story. Isn't that newsworthy? I think that's significantly newsworthy. That the vast majority of Americans are not interested in getting their young kids vaccinated. It's just true. Maybe you think sure. it's wrong. Maybe you think those people are all stupid. I don't know. Um, I haven't gotten my kids vaccinated, but uh, but it's still a fact. While they're uh, working as hard as they can to get the vaccines out, and everybody reports it as if we're just we've got our kids locked up in the basement until the moment the vaccines arrive, then finally we can get them that shot. Well, you make a good point. So NPR is their their nuttiness is is a couple layers deep. At least, not only are they not reporting the giant fact that only a very small minority of parents will get their their toddlers inoculated, um, they don't even ask the question why is that. You'd think that given their leanings and their uh, you know their high priest position in the cult of COVID obsession, you'd think they would be really, really curious about that question. But I think the fact that it's such a small number of parents who want to get their kids uh, jabbed, uh, can they not deal with that fact because it makes them look nutty? I don't know. I don't. And not, and not to beat up on NPR because everybody's reporting the story the same way. Absolutely everybody. Uh, what would the numbers be if if the stories were reported and most parents are not interested? That would that would make a lot of people, a chunk of people who are going to get the vaccination because they feel like everybody else is doing it, realize, oh, most mm-hmm. people aren't doing it? Oh, okay, well, never mind then. So it might be way less than 20%. 
Yeah. They would yeah. do it. But I, yeah, I, th- I think it is a... Uh, they feel like they're encouraging bad behavior if they say that, which is not what the news is supposed to do. You're just supposed to report what's happening, not encourage people one way or the other. I think they feel like, I think all the the mainstream media feels like it's encouraging bad behavior and falling for a lie. If we mention that about 80% of parents probably aren't going to get their kids inoculated anyway, so it doesn't really matter, but... Yeah, at the risk of getting so far into the journalism weeds that I'm uh, attacked by a rattlesnake, um, <laughs> I remember back when mocking anybody who was vaccine hesitant was super hot Yeah, in the media. Right. I mean, you were a moron. You were a Trump-loving, anti-science moron who would soon be dead and deserve to be. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was the, the tone of it. Oh. And now you have a huge majority of parents who are, are thinking, no, I'm not going to get my tiny little kid jabbed. There, there's no danger, practically no danger from the COVID that we're, that we're aware of anyway, with much, all due respect to long COVID and the rest of it. There ain't much COVID around, right? and, and it doesn't have much effect on kids. Right. Um, I was watching The Tonight Show last night with Jimmy Fallon, which I don't know if I've ever sat down and watched. I opened his whole opening thing. It's fantastic. Man, and his, his ensemble team and everything like that, that is a Really well put together show. If it were 20 years ago when people still watched network television, he'd be huge. Anyway, he's already huge. Um, what was my point? Oh, he was doing a little thing with the audience and they put the camera on the audience and everybody was masked. They're making everybody wear masks. I think that's probably huh. because does he film in New York or Los Angeles? He's a New York show. I know Los Angeles still has a lot of indoor masking, but, um, that's still requiring everybody to wear a mask, even though the New York Times this weekend. The New York Times said that wearing a mask with Omicron is really not doing anything. The New York Times said that. Right. Not Fox. I know Broadway shows your your audience has to to sit there bemasked as well. Huh. What's driving that? And I don't care. Go ahead, wear a mask. It's just weird. If the New York Times is saying there's no point, what's driving it? Well, and you have stadiums full of humans all over the country uh, at hockey games, at basketball games, etc., Unmasked. I just, it is so odd. There's something about the urban media elite that cannot abandon uh, anti-Trump, I guess, uh, COVID obsession. So weird. Uh, Let's start the show officially. A couple other things we ought to mention that we're going to get to today. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. On this, it is, uh, how did it get to be Wednesday, June 15th, the year 2022. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Okay, then let's begin officially according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. President Biden's approval rating continues to slide. Yeah, and a new poll found that since taking office, the biggest drop in support has been among young voters. Though to Biden, I'm pretty sure a young voter is just a voter. (laughs) Then Biden said, so this means I'm doing okay with older voters? And his staff was like, oh, goodness, no. (laughs) No. (laughs) That's true. Oh, my God. Bitcoin's having enough of the rough rough morning. Holy cow. After yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. As of last night, it was down 70% because it dropped another several percentage points yesterday. 70% from its high. Holy wow. cow. That's volatile, folks. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's like uh, Enron stock territory. I mean, they're, they're heading that direction. Anyway, um... So if you think things are too placid, politics are too placid, remember that any moment the Supreme Court is going to say we're going to release our Roe versus Wade announcement uh, ruling. That's going to happen, and it happens in June, and we're halfway through June as of today. So it's going to happen any day now. So if you were worried things were too calm, 
that there wasn't enough uh, either uh, over-the-top or violent rhetoric on either side, get ready. It's coming any day now. There was another firebombing of a uh, pro-life organization over the weekend, and I believe it's Portland. Yeah. Uh, didn't make the news. A terrorist firebombing in the United States. Didn't make the news. It's a little uncomfortable. Uh, it doesn't fit our narrative. Uh. It's shocking how little attention that gets. Yeah, I know it. And this tired game of, but it's still appropriate, of imagine if somebody had firebombed an abortion clinic. Mm-hmm. How much news would that get? The president oh, yeah. would have mentioned it. Yeah, horrified commentary, every uh, newspaper, every website, every newscast in America on uh, the crazy, crazy ugliness of the right. And and what's really crazy about the, you know what we're talking about, the media imbalance, is that it creates a playing field for more anger and more violence. If they would just report everything... People would feel like, okay, this is known. People are talking about it. Okay, I'm, I'm feeling better about it. Because the resentment builds. When when your side can get firebombed and the so-called elite just turn their gaze and say, eh, I didn't see anything, people get angry. Well, there's one thing where I think we're pretty consistent on this show is we are against political violence, and it, it should be paid attention to. It's a big deal, and we're against it, no matter who's it, who it's at or what it's supporting. Anywho, how's the mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. Very cheery, as a matter of fact, which is good. Yeah, I want to dig into this New York Times headline that I'm seeing splashing around uh, social media um, right now. It's this breaking news, says the New York Times. Over the course of 10 months, nearly 400 car crashes in the United States involved advanced driver-assisted technology. Cars crashing using the coolest, newest uh, self-driving technology. Hmm. So we'll dig into that a little bit and bring that to you this hour. Could be a step backward for that movement, among other things that we'll get to today. Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Some uh, economic news out. Not surprising that isn't that great, but we ought to take a look at it. It just came out. Consumers pulling back on spending. Not surprisingly, I know I have, and everybody I know has. It's just, if I don't remember a news story where more people in my real life were talking about it than inflation in the economy. I mean, sitting at the park with one of the moms, friends of my kids, we're talking about what things cost. Mm-hmm. Just it is, it is everywhere. Anyway, more on that coming up. Yeah, indeed. Uh, here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day. I actually have a couple of them. The first one by William Hazlitt. He said, the soul of a journey is liberty, perfect liberty to think, feel, and do just as one pleases. Well, not in California anymore. The loyalty oath that's being required of community college teachers is shocking. We'll tell you about that coming up. Uh, And then I like this, Edward Everett, speaking of uh, education. Education is a better safeguard of liberty than a standing army. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, I like that one, too. Education also comes up in mailbag. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Keep it briefish, if you would, and, you know, respectable. Respectful if you 
want it to be read. Because I stop reading the minute I pick up on the angry tone of the internet these days. I just don't even read it. Mm. <sighs> okay, ah, on to the correspondence proper. Oh, the email address is mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrongandgetty.com. What's your mood regarding the news? I feel like mine is not anger. It's a combination of sad and scared. <laughs> if I'm reading most of the headlines. Yeah, fatigue, I'd say. I don't know. I don't know. I mostly look at economic stuff. I just I don't read any of the politics stuff, so that doesn't have any effect on me. Yeah, I just I, in terms of the economic stuff, I just kind of feel hunkered down. Yeah, I'm already hunkered. Exactly. That's how, my, how how hunkered can a guy get? That's my combination of sad and scared. Hunkered down. Yeah. Okay. Now I get what you're saying. Anyway, uh, John writes, guys, on the topic of uh, Bitcoin and crypto. Bitcoin is to cryptocurrencies what BTS is to K-pop groups. It's only the most famous, not the best. Did you hear? BTS announced yesterday that they're breaking up. <laughs> yes, I did hear that. Do I give a single S? No, I don't. Jeez, I've got an entire hour's coverage of that plan. They um, can stay together or break up or all bind the wrists together, each one handed a knife and engage in some sort of weird Korean uh, slaughter. I don't really care. Well, they met with the president in the Oval Office like, what, a week ago. Maybe they just felt like, we're, we've done it. We've done everything you can do. We've reached the pinnacle. Exactly. We met with, we met with the president of the United States. We're done here. We're a bunch of androgynous teenagers. Let's call it good. (laughs) They're going to concentrate on solo work for a while. They might. There's probably probably a Harry Styles in there somewhere. So certainly could be moving along on the topic of monkeypox. Robert writes, according to the WHO, the term monkeypox is racist and you ought to you need to call it by some alphabet soup name. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure if you're equating monkeys with race, you're the one who's racist. Uh, I hadn't heard that. So you're supposed to call it, uh, you know. Uh, flu four thirty three dash C or something because uh, it offends monkeys. I don't. I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, it, it was its origin in Africa. And, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Oh, a couple of notes on uh, that Twitter thread you brought us. A, a, a Marxist or some academic about uh, the cost of a McDonald's hamburger, what it costs to actually produce it versus what it's sold for. Somehow the internal documents of McDonald's were revealed that the price of the patty bun and burger is only 43 cents or something like that. And then the um, <clears throat> Marxist academic <clears throat> went through all the numbers of, <clears throat> excuse me, what the heck, Bernie Sanders here. Went through how much profit McDonald's makes and what they pay their employees and all that sort of stuff and looked at all the thievery that's going on without factoring in any of the other costs of running a restaurant, like, you know, payroll, insurance, uh, the, the build, buying the building to start with. Half a dozen different kinds of tax exactly. that they have to pay. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I got a couple of comments on that. Jeff writes, uh, I was, uh, I was listening to the McDonald's segment. I was a goof-off in high school. I was always looking for easy classes. My high school allowed you to take a business math class in place of those fancy math classes with shapes and a lot of X's. Uh, anyway, that class has proven to be more useful to me than calculus or geometry ever could have been. I learned how interest is calculated, how to balance a budget, investment options, even some retirement information. I wish every kid had the opportunity to take a class like that. No kidding. Imagine classes that have uh, application in the real world. My son gets to take a stocks class as an elective next year, and he can't wait. That's that cool. stuff is a good idea. If you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Shoppers are paying more for just about everything. But chances are some price hikes might have gone unnoticed because of shrinkflation. The stealthy practice of keeping prices stable but reducing the quantity of a product. It's a way to pass on a price increase without the consumer feeling like they're paying more um, at the grocery store. Yeah, I was able to catch on to that myself early on, the shrinkflation with the cereal, just because I have kids that eat a lot of cereal. I noticed I could get like a bowl and a half out of a box of uh, Cocoa Pebbles or something because the box was so tiny now. Oh, my gosh. And your kids are just moving into that point in life where young males oh. especially consume an enormous amount oh of calories. Oh, my God. Yeah, so we went to Red Robin last night to eat. cost like $900 or something. But, um, <laughs> yeah, Henry ate his normal cheeseburger. He said, I'm still hungry. I should have ordered two. What do you mean? I got to order two? I can order two cheeseburgers now? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what the heck? Um, there's a number of financial things to tell you right now. Um, one, crypto companies are starting to lay people off like crazy. Coinbase is cutting 18% of its staff. The CEO saying, uh, warning of a worldwide recession and a crypto winter. Not just a recession, but a crypto winter as oh, no. <laughs> the biggest uh, cryptocurrency that everybody knows. Um has uh, gone down almost 70% since its height. That would be your Bitcoin, yes, Bit- indeed. Bitcoin, the only one that yeah. everybody really you know, has heard of, all these other ones, I don't even know what that is. But uh, So they're laying people off like crazy, although you're wow. separate. So all the uh, cryptocurrency miners with their dirty faces and their shovels and their their uh, lamp on their helmet are shuffling home, right? having been laid off from the crypto mine. And now living with black lung. 
<laughs> it's crypto miners, and uh, they, they fire you, but you get a severance package of NFTs. You don't work here anymore, but we're going to give you this picture of an ape with a yachting hat on it, and you can use that to pay your rent, I guess. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> some of the other news that is happening, um, uh, this one got my attention. I'll go with the, the better stuff that might actually be nice before we get to the horrible stuff. Stores have too much stuff, says the Wall Street Journal. And they are slashing prices. We talked about this a little bit with Target, but apparently it's a whole bunch of different stores. Retailers are getting ready to cut prices of goods that were popular during the pandemic. Expect discounts like you've never seen before, Ooh, now says we're talking. the Wall Street Journal. Target, Walmart, and Macy's announced that they are starting to receive large shipments of outdoor furniture, loungewear, and electronics that everybody wanted during the pandemic but couldn't find. A lot of these goods have been delayed by two years. So they ordered this stuff two years ago, and they're just getting it in now, and either you don't want it anymore. I don't need loungewear. I need a suit. I don't know. I don't need patio furniture. I need gas for my car, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, could be a windfall for those who are in the market for sweatpants or couches or electronics. Look for prices to start dropping in July in a way that you've never seen before, says a Moody's analyst. July, okay. Of course, the thing is, and they, they quote uh, prices they're expecting like on a big OLED super fancy screen television. But when you just put $300 worth of gas in your car and it costs Fifty dollars to eat at McDonald's? Are you going to go out and buy a slightly better television? I don't know. Maybe you are. I don't think I am. No. So no. we'll see. I, on the other hand, while I enjoy that story very much, who who in America is short on sweatpants at this point? <laughs> How much unrealized demand for the delightfully loose and comfy sweatpant is there lurking in the economy? Come on, God! I haven't had a pair of sweatpants on in I don't know how many years. Really? Oh, I wear them when in the cool weather. Oh, the minute I I I'm done with work, I have, I, have I get my, home. I throw on my warm up pants. I have my jeans on from the moment I get home until I go to bed, until I take them off before I get in the shower. Yeah, for new listeners, a fascinating behind behind the scenes glimpse. Jack wears the same clothes all day long, That's right. and I immediately in the warm weather go to soccer shorts and t shirt as soon as I can, or in the cool weather, I throw in. Now, warm-up pants, like the guys wear before an NBA game, like that look, that's different than the sweatpants, like the drawstring, gathered bottom, you know, cotton Sam's Club sweatpant, isn't it? (laughs) I don't know. Or do you consider Uh, them the same? Well, why am I asking you? I'm the wrong person to ask. My son has gone with the ultimate leisure look. I mean, he is a Crocs guy. He's recruited many of his friends at school into the Crocs lifestyle. Mm. And he talks about how in class he can slip his feet out of his Crocs and put his feet on top of the Crocs, and it's so comfortable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sweet freedom. And the teachers don't notice. (laughs) Because there's a strict rule in all schools about being unshod for a reason. I'm not exactly sure what. No hmm. hoof and mouth disease, or I don't know what they're worried about. But does he rock Crocs with socks? Uh yeah, he does. Nice. Yeah, and he puts them in uh, usually in four wheel drive, which is when you put the little back flip up over your heel, mm-hmm. as opposed to sport mode. Yeah, when your uh, strap is up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, uh, but here's the other economic news uh, that's not good, but not surprising. U.S. retail sales declined by 0.3% in May. This just came out. Consumers pulled back at auto dealerships, online shopping, spent more on gas, but that's not because we're driving more. It's just because gas got way more expensive. And uh, I think we all know that, but we're, we're cutting back. 
And that is going to have ripples all through the economy because 70% of the economy is consumer spending, according to the Wall Street Journal today, 70%. And if we cut back, obviously that has a giant impact on all kinds of things. A A sharp drop in vehicle sales. Sharp drop due to high prices, low inventory, and rising interest rates on car loans. Yeesh. What does that do? To uh, so many of our advertisers played an outsized role in the decline in the month over month retail spending, excluding autos. Retail sales arose 0.5 percent last month. So a lot of it was cutting back in buying cars at all. Wow, I get that that's a huge ticket item, but that's uh, that's shocking. It would have that big an effect. Interest rates are going to rise further. They're expecting to announce today a three-quarters of a point rise in interest rates, a potential damper on consumer spending in the months ahead as car loans, credit card debt, all kinds of different things get more expensive. So we're going to most likely pull back more, which is the entire point of what the Fed is doing to try to cool off the economy to get inflation to go away. They're mm-hmm. tr- They're trying to... As we keep saying, that nobody says it out loud, but it's to try to make you so scared and miserable that you don't buy anything. That's 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 the only way to get inflation to stop is to choke us until we're so scared we're going to die. We stop buying things. Nice. Beautiful. That sounds fun. On the other hand, I'm going to call Judy right away and tell her, honey, I got this brilliant idea. We're going to decorate our entire house with lawn furniture. Every room in the house is going to be lawn furniture. It'll be our theme. It'll be novel. People will think, wow, that's cool. Or or not. God, I can picture walking into a Target here in late July, and they got a lot of big screen TVs and a lot of lawn furniture and stuff like that that ain't nobody buying. Yeah. Because uh, interest rates have gone even higher, and everybody's scared. I was thinking about this last night. How many articles did I see in the Wall Street Journal particularly, but also in other newspapers, about things that we were doing that were unprecedented? The amount of government spending, the shutting down all of these businesses, all the people out of work, all the people then back into work, the the disruption in so many different areas of our economy. All of this is unprecedented. Mm -hmm. So what the outcome is going to be is anybody's guess, but nothing should shock us because we've done like... Eight different things that have never been tried before in the history of economies. Well, some people will be shocked, but I won't be. I've been predicting it for years. I know where this ends. Cannibalism. <laughs> Clearly. Rampant uh, unrest and leading eventually to cannibalism. Not immediately. But, you know, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not trying to do a be scared, be very, very scared, stay tuned sort of thing, but... When the government spends the kind of money it spent, when you've got more jobs open than have ever happened in history, when you've got more people quitting jobs than have ever ha- has ever happened in history, when you've got all these this has never happened before things happening at the same time, who knows what the result is going to be? Including one Eurasian co- country uh, invading another one. Right. Let's add right. that. Uh, right. You know, China's uh, shutting down again. Uh, yeah, you know, I wouldn't... Uh, there's no point in being terrified, um, but I would absolutely use the term crypto winter coming up. I would definitely get on a uh, winter is coming footing. And folks in California in particular have no idea what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> you, you have to devote your energy to getting ready for something that's going to be difficult. Um, I, I, you know, like I said, Judy and I are reasonably financially comfortable, and 
Um, there have been purchases I was thinking of making that, no, that's not happening. Seems like a weird time to do that. Yeah, it just seems unwise. It feels like the winter is coming, and and, and it's time to get sober and, and a little more careful. Well, can't you picture us being in, and again, I'm not trying to be scary, but something unprecedented is going to come out of all of these unprecedented things. And I can imagine that we end up with either interest rates that we can't have never seen before or, um, you know, the number of quarters of recession in a row that we've never seen before. There have only been seven bear markets since the Great Depression. This will be the eighth. This is the eighth bear market since the Great Depression. It doesn't happen that often. Mm. Um, but maybe we end up with five quarters in a row. I can just see the headlines. I can just hear the economic pundits pretending they're geniuses telling us about, well, as I said would happen if the government spends $9 trillion and allows people to stay home and blah, 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 we knew this would happen. They're all going to claim that they were smart <laughs> and knew this sort of thing was going to happen when they weren't saying it at the time. I just, I hope I'm, we're still on the air when this is over so we can point that out and say, ah! Well, I'm worried about being poverty stricken and somebody eating me. You're angry at the media. <laughs> no, I just, I just, it's not going to be surprising to me no, when something oh no, crazy no. happens because we've been doing crazy things have been happening now economically for a couple of years. Just like, what are you talking about, crazy? Yeah. When, when yeah. we have months where we found out half the workforce quit last year or last month. What? There are two jobs right now for every unemployed person. What? Well, okay. Do we want to continue talking about this, or you want to no, take a break? That's fine. And come I've made back? my I point. Mean, because I, well, I have, I have many thoughts afraid. on this, but we, we swore we were going to break on time. We're All four right. minutes late now. You continue to talk. Yeah. What is it about the, the time-space continuum that you don't understand? What What is it? Tell know. me. I don't know. I'm like a dog when it comes to that. Uh, so we got more on the way. Or this, this, we'll stay here. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only, Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. 
chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. crazy economics that are going on right now to talk about throughout the show. Also, Amber Heard says she's still in love with Johnny Depp. Full team coverage later in the show. Good Lord. Um, I, the one point that I was going to make in relation to the last topic, which is uh, the crazy, crazy outcomes of all of these unprecedented uh, economic actions and then the COVID and the rest of it, is that it will fuel crazier and crazier politics as mm, well. I think. Boy, I hope you're wrong, but I'll bet you're right. Yeah, so more on that to come. Uh, speaking of crazy politics, I have to remind myself over and over again that my source for this information is the Pacific Legal Foundation, which is one of the best, uh, most serious, smart, time-honored uh, conservators of liberty uh, in America, based out of uh, the Sacramento, California area. Um, Pacific Legal Foundation is fabulous and worthy of your support, but they put out a piece recently um about the California Community College Administration, they've just adopted a rule that will require all faculty in all California community colleges uh, to use diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility principles and anti-racism in their teaching. You must sign a vow that you will do this to get hired. Uh, D-E-I-A, which goes by other names as well, and anti-racism are labels for a family of controversial tenets, from the belief that minority groups should enjoy special privileges in hiring, college admissions, and so forth, to the broader view that, and this is so important, that capitalism and similar bedrock institutions must be uprooted to address systemic racism. Proponents of anti-racism argue that anyone who does not support these deeply divisive concepts is, in fact, racist. Not wrong, not misguided, not in need of maybe a little more reading. No, you're racist. So, and the part of this that gets glossed over is those who who pitch this version of systemic racism say that all of the institutions of the country, from uh, our, our voting to uh, the Congress to the the court system, um, the the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, it's all so riddled with racism it needs to be torn down. And rebuilt from the studs. So every educator in the California Community College world now has to make a vow that they're in favor of tearing the country down to the studs. Which is just astounding. So I wonder what people will do who are in that position who don't agree with it. Now, first of all, you're applying for a job to be a uh, to work at a community college. Decent chance your politics are pretty left anyway, I suppose, if you're going into the university world or the higher education world. Um, And maybe you don't fully understand what you're signing, but would you sign that and just hope that it doesn't end up meaning anything? Because you're on the hook once you sign it. Yeah, well, you can certainly be canned for violating it. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, you can always quit if it crosses some sort of line for you. Of course, it's easy to say you could always quit. Uh, easier said than done. You want to quit your job, whoever's listening right now, and yeah. just you know, try something different? No. 
Yeah. So uh, Pacific Legal goes on to point out California community colleges want to require all faculty to preach this political creed in the classroom. The rule states, quote, faculty members shall employ teaching and learning practices and curriculum that reflect DEIA and anti-racist principles. Faculty supervisors must, quote, place a significant emphasis on DEIA competencies in employee evaluation and tenure review processes. So administrators must apply these principles to every aspect of operating the school, including funding allocations, decision-making, planning, and program review processes. In other words, you as a teacher will be graded partially or primarily on how well you pitch the anti-racism thing. Wow. You realize it's just crazy for, for sure proponents of the anti-racism thing, if you haven't already picked up on it based on what Joe just said. For instance, um, there are statistics that can lead you to believe that our healthcare system is less fair to people of color than it is to white people. I think it's misleading, but you can certainly make that argument. So, in other words, you can make the argument that it is racist to, to not support government takeover of healthcare. Mm-hmm. Our cursant, so, you, the anti-racist move would be that you have to be a uh, a believer in Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren style health care, or you are by definition a racist. Right. And they get to define what is anti-racist. And if you are against any of their uh, their policy proclamations, that makes you a racist. That's the main uh, shape of the so-called anti-racism. Pacific Legal points out the rule will impair academic freedom by requiring teachers to bow to the college's preferred viewpoint on controversial issues in their classrooms. Teachers could risk their jobs if they express dissenting views on hot issues like transgenderism and athletics, police practices, affirmative action, and other issues. The result is an enfeebled academia oriented towards cementing dogma rather than seeking truth. Uh, this is unbelievable. Ah. Uh, and this is well, proposed or has happened? Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. Let me find exactly where it is. Um, uh, has just adopted a rule that will require faculty to use the DEIA principles and anti-racism in their teaching. Okay. So they just adopted that rule. Uh, we'll have this entire uh, piece that was uh, originally published in the Orange County Register uh, up at armstrongandgetty.com so you can read the whole thing. But it is crazy you know we were talking about how uh, insane economics uh, that we're all living through right now could lead to crazier politics well when this becomes more and more clear and more and more people are false forced out of their their colleges out of their jobs out of their companies for being called a racist for going up against the uh, the woke crowd you know we've been hearing about this so much jack and i've been talking about it you've been talking about it um that it almost feels like it's uh no longer a threat. It's kind of past its peak. I don't think it is at all. I don't mm. think it's even close to its peak. Mm, man. Looking up at the headlines on the news, apparently there's new intelligence out that says the war in Ukraine is at a pivotal point that could determine the outcome. Eesh. I hope we're doing all we can. We'll dip into that story a little bit more. Bill Gates says uh, crypto is for fools, more or less. <laughs> Among other things we can tell you about on Hour 2 of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls 
offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.